Some things just make you feel comfortable, like shopping at Vons. From the butcher block to the bakery and everywhere in between, Vons is fresher with more organic products, more smiles, and low prices on the brands you trust. For a delicious dinner, shop with your club card and get USDA Choice Beef Tri-Tip Roast Untrimmed Boneless for just $3.99 a pound. And for a crisp, sweet snack, pick up large Envy Apples for only $1.49 a pound with your club card. Vons. Fact is, it's just better. This episode of Motherhood in Hollywood is sponsored by Kinsa, the world's smartest thermometer. When my daughter isn't feeling well, Kinsa is the only thermometer I trust. It remembers temperature, symptoms, and medications, so I don't miss a beat. Find it at KinsaHealth.com, the world's smartest thermometer. Hello, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. What's up? Hey, everyone. It's episode 24 of Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm Heather Brooker. How's it going? Are you guys getting ready for Christmas? Just a few weeks away. I'm excited. Um, I usually start shopping for Christmas like in the summer because I'm po. And I have found that um, the sooner I shop for things, the more things I can afford to buy. So that is my tip to you. My holiday shopping tip. You're welcome. Uh, no, but I've already bought like a bunch of stuff. Um Stuff that Channing probably doesn't need. I haven't really shopped for Chris yet. I know he's probably going to hear this and be like, what? Um, But I'm a little behind on shopping for him. We've been saving up all year. We're doing this thing um, where you save a dollar per week, whatever the week is in the year. So like on the first week of the year in January of this year, we put a dollar in our jar. And then the second week of January, we put $2 in the jar. And then the third week, $3, $4, et cetera, et cetera. And the goal being, or the idea, I guess, being by the end of the year, you have something like, you know, $1,300, $1,400. So that's what we've been doing. And we're saving it up because I need a new computer. Um, my, I have a <clears throat> MacBook Air that I use uh, for podcasting. And literally just about everything else in my life that I do, all social media stuff, Googling myself, all of it goes on my little MacBook and it puts a lot of pressure um, on this little guy to perform. He does a great job, but um, I just would like to have another computer in my office. So we've been saving up for that. That's our big Christmas gift, I think, to each other. And um, as far as Channing goes, you know, what's so funny is like, since I've been sort of immersed in the podcasting world and I'm a mom podcaster and that is a big part of my show and who I am Uh, I've come across a ton of like mommy blogs mommy bloggers lots of fashion moms it's amazing to me how many moms have created their own fashion line after having kids it's so great it's so interesting to me to see how moms have are getting outside their comfort zone or branching out or learning ways to make a living essentially. Um, while also being a mom, they either, some of them are, you know, still working full time, uh, and making money. And some of them are not, I am not working full time and that's okay because I'm trying to be an actor. And until that, uh, big role comes or who knows, maybe I'm going to create that role myself. Maybe I need to actually sit down and focus and start writing. I've been so inspired by a lot of the people I've talked to 
And I'm like, yeah, this is the week I'm going to sit down and I'm going to start writing, um, you know, the best show ever. And then I write like a page and I'll get distracted and <laughs> wander off. And, uh, so yeah, that's it. That's what's happening. Christmas covered. Oh, oh, I almost forgot. How could I forget? Okay. So we had, um, our big fundraiser this week. You guys, we raised $800 for no kid hungry, uh, through motherhood and Hollywood live. It was such a great time. Everybody came out, all my wonderful friends who I love so much. And a couple people who I don't know, but they came out to see the show anyway. Thank you so much. What a tremendous night it was. It was a lot of work though. If I hadn't had, um, Heather and Mary and Retta helping me that night, I don't know what I would have done. Kelly came and shot pictures. Um, my friend Kat ran box office. Greg was my little raffle. He was my roaming raffle and he did such a good job. And my guests, Lori and Danielle, um, were also just wonderful. So it was a really fun night, a great event. And I'm so pleased that we raised $800 for No Kid Hungry. That equals about 8,000 meals for kids. How amazing is that? That's so incredible for me to think about. So I'm just over the moon at the success of that event. And I'm so grateful, again, to everybody who came and showed their support and gave a little... Gave a little love to motherhood in Hollywood. See, motherhood in Hollywood. Uh, if you can see more info uh, about the event on my Facebook page, Motherhood in Hollywood on Facebook, as well as Instagram, and follow me on Twitter at MIH Podcast, if you would be so kind. Also, if you like the show, please share it with a friend. The only way I can really get the word out about motherhood in Hollywood is through all of the people who are taking the time to listen to the show and then share it with their friends. It's all by word of mouth. So if you like the show and you think you have a friend or two that might like it, please share it with them either on iTunes, uh, player FM stitcher or on my website, motherhoodandhollywood.com. So, and I appreciate it. Okay. So speaking of moms who sort of grab life by the balls and go after what they want. Uh, My guest on the show today is Jillian Darlington. She created a very popular app called the MomCo app. And um, she did it out of a necessity to take care of her child and also want to be at home. And she's also a businesswoman, entrepreneur, you know, all of those things. So her story is really great. And also this app is awesome. If you haven't checked it out yet, um, do it definitely go and check out the MomCo app. You can uh, download it on in the iTunes store. And I believe she said the Android store as well. Um, so I'm going to stop talking about it. And um, I'm going to let you get to know the mom behind the MomCo app. You guys, here's my interview with Jillian Darlington. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today because I have um, a really cool guest on. I, I'm excited to ask her um, uh, about her invention. Can I call it an invention, Jillian? Sure. You can call it whatever you like. <laughs> Just don't call it not awesome. Not Okay, definitely. We will definitely not call it not awesome. Uh, <laughs> you guys, it's Jillian Darlington, the CEO and creator of the MomCo app. And um, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. This is actually like, what, our second or third time to try this? Attempt, <laughs> because... attempt, attempt number, well, three, because tonight took me two to even get on. So third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. Yeah. And it worked out. And everything is um, sounding good. I know we were um, talking briefly about um, technical difficulties. Now, since you created an app, that's probably something you deal with a lot, right? All, all day long, every day. 
all day. <laughs> Tell me what is the MomCo app and why do we need it? All right. Well, the MomCo app, in a nutshell, is an awesome geolocation-based app. So it means it's based on your location and your proximity. So moms can connect with potential mom friends that live close by. So it, they call us Tinder for moms because <laughs> of, it really was inspired by Tinder, I'll be perfectly honest. Um, I have been a single mom most of my son's life, and I downloaded Tinder way back when, when it first came out. And I saw the geolocation factor where it tells you how far away somebody is from you. And I was like, um, I can drive to a date, but like, I need to know if there's a mom that lives like four houses down from me. That's like way more important to moms than it is to single people. So that's really where the whole idea came from. So the, so moms can just find people who are close by and it's just for moms. It's exclusively for moms. There's no dads. I get a lot of crap for the from the, oh, really? the dad population. Oh, tons. But the thing is the psychology of men and the psychology of women are extremely different. Totally different. That yeah. it's you know, women soothe themselves through social interaction. And we process things externally. Like we need to talk things out and we need to process things with people who can relate to us. Men are not that way. Just that's not the way their brains are chemically built. It's a scientific fact. So yeah, they're always like, what about dads? Dads need this too. It's like, well, you know, it's really meant for moms to connect. And so that is the core feature. Moms can um, find moms that live close by with similar age kids. Each mom creates a profile. They can say, you know, the age age and sex of their kids, what their interests and activities are. And yeah, so it, it basically it's, it's just awesome. It's like mom dating. That's what <laughs> it's, it's like. And it's such a similar, it's such a similar thing. And once you get older, I feel like dating gets a lot easier. I, yeah. I could be wrong, but it's like you get more confident. You don't really care. You're busy or you stuff going on, but like you always need mom friends and you know people are always moving or lives change and for me like having mom friends has been the greatest thing about motherhood besides my actual son Mm -hmm. Um, but I just love the whole community of it so I know how important it is to have mom friends and I just thought it should be easier to make them and MomCo makes it easy. You can find moms. You can message back and forth with each other. You can find playdates. You can arrange playdates. We're about to launch a group feature. So instead of being called Tinder for moms, now we really want to be called the new meetup for moms because it really does make it so easy to meet moms and groups of moms that live close to you. So yeah, and there's also a great calendar of events. So if you're super shy and you don't aren't forward enough to like message a mom or like go to a play date, you could see, you know, what cool moms are going to events around you too. And, you know, like maybe just accidentally bump into them there, you know, Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of different options. Of course, you have to have a forum. Nothing is ever complete without a place to, you know, post questions or vent or post cute pics of your kids. So we've got really, we're like a one-stop shop for mom. And we do tons of giveaways. Like I basically just have created something that I think every mom would love. Like we give you friends, we give you fun stuff, we give you things to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I always say, you know, we as moms, we take care of other people all day long. I really want mom co to be something that really focuses on the needs and desires of moms just to have them give them something to look forward to. So I love what you're saying about um, 
moms needing other moms and needing mom friends, you know, one of the main reasons I started motherhood in Hollywood was to meet other moms because I, um, in my group of friends in my circle, um, when I had my daughter Channing, she's now two and a half. I didn't have any friends who had kids. Like I had maybe one or two, um, like back home and that sort of thing. So it was very, it can be very isolating. Um, and I was desperately looking for a way to like meet other moms and connect with other parents and go, Hey, is this normal? Is this weird? Like what's, what's happening? Um, so I love that aspect of it. Did you find that, um, did you, were you missing moms in your life when you had your son? And how old is, how old is he, by the way? What, and what's he, his name? He's eight now, but mm-hmm. oh God, I had nothing. I don't have, I don't have family in town. I mm-hmm. was the first, I was 25 when I got pregnant. So I was the first one of my peer group to have a baby. So I, I was starting from scratch. Like I had zero support system. And, um, it's a yeah, weird feeling, I, isn't it? it it's, it's, it's sort scary. of like, yeah, it's really scary. Cause you, you don't know what you you're doing. I mean, everyone, you know, I've read like trust your mom instincts, but you really, I don't know. It just helps to know that other people are going through the same thing that you're going through. So, and it's, it can be really exhausting too. So it's like, it's not, you know, when we're young and we're in our twenties or, you know, even in our thirties or whatever, we're, you know, we have energy, we have, you know, we are working in a workplace or we're going to school. We're around people a lot. When you are especially a first time mom and a new mom, you feel like you got hit by a Mack truck in the face. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you need something that is going to make it easy. Cause God knows you don't have you know, necessarily the energy or the time to really do the things that you used to do to put yourself out there to make friends, to make new friends. Mm -hmm. So like, that's why I thought it was so important for something like MomCo to exist because A, it makes it easy and B, we're bringing off we're bringing, you know, all these online connections that we all feel so connected now because of Facebook and all these other social media platforms. But they're, they're actually, I think, kind of the demise of an actual community, because they're not making it any easier for people to actually physically meet up. Where, yeah, so what like MomCo, what our real goal is, is to create an online platform to, um, to really support creating an offline community of moms. So it's an app that helps people get away from their computers and out into the community and meet each other and that sort of thing. That's so great. Well, of course, it's easier to, to you know, everybody is meeting online these days right. and Monco is just available on mobile devices. So we don't, we have, you know, a, a website with that's informational based, but it's only an app. Uh, it's available for iPhone and Android, but, um, and it's for iPads, but, uh, but is yeah. Is that something so you so- want to transition to, to something that's web, web-based or? Oh, skip that step because everything is transitioning to mobile so it's like, why am I going to waste all the money and time building a website that I'm not going to have to make apps apps for anyway? Right. So I just skipped a step. I, I went straight to the app. And what's your, what's your background in, um, like, how do you even make an app? Like, I don't even know. Like, sometimes I get confused downloading apps on my phone. So the idea of, like, creating an entire system, because this, I've, I have explored the MomCo app. It's pretty involved. Like, what when is your background? It's just getting cooler. We have a new version of it too with brand new design. It makes it way easier. And we just added three new features too. So it's just getting cooler. But yeah, I I am one of those people that I can 
teach myself or be taught of things pretty easily. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a quick learner. So when the whole idea came to me, I don't have any tech background. I also don't have a business background, but I, I bought and ran my own business and I, I sold it successfully for twice what I acquired it for with really no experience. Like I'm one of those people that I'm like, okay, I have an idea. I'll figure it out as I go and right. hope it doesn't right. kill me in the process. So, <laughs> So far, I don't know. It's gotten close pretty t- like a few times, but like I'm, I'm still here. So no, I just basically put myself through app and technology boot camp uh, thanks to Forbes and YouTube because I have That's a developer. That's amazing. I have, I have a tech team. It's not like I'm writing all this code myself. Yeah. So I, I, like I said, I sold my last um, business. I actually, um, when my marriage fell apart, like I said, I didn't have any family in town. I've had full custody of my son his entire existence. And I love being a mom. So I came up with a solution. I also needed to, you know, financially support us. So I bought an indoor playground. I bought my favorite indoor playground. So... I owned and I I ran that for three and a half years and I was able to um, make a nice profit when I, when I sold it. So I had a, a, you know, some capital to work with to get things off the ground. So yeah, I just sat down on my computer for like a week and a half and I watched videos of developers because I wanted to be able to speak their language. I don't like sounding stupid. (laughs) So it was like, and I didn't want to be taken advantage of. Like you can be taken advantage of very easily if you if they, somebody knows you don't have a tech background, you know they could try to sell you the moon, and you could be like, okay, that sounds great. Yeah, I can imagine. So, yeah, so I didn't want that to happen. So basically, I I sat down, I learned a bunch, and then I interviewed a ton, a ton of developers, and I would take any sort of UI designs or any thing that they gave me and I would shop it around to all of them so I would get everybody's feedback on what everybody else had done so I was as smart as I could be about it for with the amount of knowledge I had and the amount of money I had now of course we have an amazing CTO that I realized like all the mistakes that were made, things were not done perfectly by any means. Like we were on the Today Show and like the app was like barely functional. Oh no. Well, it was an MVP. You kind of pull, you put out, you know, the most viable product and that was what I could together with the amount of money we had to, you know, to make it. And then, you know, you kind of have to put it out there to get more funding, to get more, to get better people yeah, working on it. The, and that's to exactly get the draw in, to get people interested in it. I understand that. Exactly. Yeah. So um, we had just gotten our first like major investor like two weeks, I think, before the Today Show hit. So Topher and then we and we used that money to, to hire Topher. Topher Williams, he's an amazing CTO. He's got an incredible background in technology and also in business. So he's our he's the only boy on the team. We're all uh-huh. every- Everybody else, we're all women, and almost all of us are moms. Um, and so, poor Topher, he's so used to working with all of these men in a very male-dominated technology industry, and now he's working with us. And all we do is sit around. Like nobody thinks his jokes are funny. Like he has to listen to us talk about stuff he has no reference to. It's. <laughs> But yeah, so he is really taking it to the next level. So he heads up our entire technical department now and he's done amazing. And it's just more to come, you know, it's like, luckily I think people love the concept. So, and they're being patient with us and they're like, okay, we believe in you guys. We're like, well, hang on there. We know, we know it's coming and it does. It all takes 
time and a lot of money and getting the right people. And yeah, it's a beast. And there's just so many variables. Like everybody's device has different settings. Yeah, I wasn't, I was in no way prepared to deal with the amount of like, they call them barriers to entry, which are basically like things you have no control over. Like if Facebook just decides to change an algorithm and then all of a sudden people can't log into your app, just crazy stuff happens. Oh my gosh. And people all look at me and unfortunately, I well fortunately I am very accessible I love all of my users like you know all of my friends are on the app so if anything goes wrong they just will text me or send me a Facebook message and I'm just like email support at momcoapp.com there's nothing I can do about this guy yeah <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> this seemed to it seemed to it's take been- off really quickly like um when did you officially launch it and then from the time that you know you we're hiring staff and, you know, things are taking off because there's a lot of moms that I find, um, especially since I've started doing this show as well, um, kind of getting immersed into like the mommy blog world. And like, there's tons of designers and bakers and, you know, crafters and there's a whole world of moms out there like yourself who are creating something, um, out of necessity to want to spend time with their child, but also be able to feed and clothe their child and pay their bills. So, um, it seems like though that this idea really took off and really struck a nerve with people. So how quickly from when you made it and got it going, would you say that you were like, was it overwhelming? You know, what, what happened there? Well, yeah, I mean, the, I'll give you the the quick and dirty with the timeline. So I came up with the concept in like late January of 2014. And we put together this kind of like a beta version to throw out there it was just the fine moms, fine businesses, really, really basic um, in this during the summer of 2015. So we took the feedback from that. We completely reskinned it. We added a bunch of features and then we officially launched April of 2015. And we were trucking along, you know, we were working out bugs, we were figuring and then all of a sudden, and we had done a lot. Like I have a really strong background in like marketing and PR and we had done well a lot of groundwork, you know, preparing for launch. And so we we were we were going around like a really like awesome like locomotive machine and then the today show hit and then it just sent us into the stratosphere so the today show so we launched april 2015 and then we were on the today show in july july of um 2015 this year and that just catapulted us into (laughs) into an entire different because then we got picked up by every other major publication on the planet and you know talking about us and yeah we've just been kind of hanging on because we're still like people and I know the outside world doesn't know that because they're like oh it's an app they don't realize like yeah we slapped this thing together with all of our own money and like some amazing amazing investors all of our investors are all moms who just like really believed in what we were doing you know did you have to go and like pitch to them or did they come and find you or like how did what is what was the business side like for you because that for me is something that's really intimidating the whole business side of it's horrible it is one thing is too is like we've been so blessed because with the media like everything has come to us like disney came to us like as far as everything with the mom co-op is actually designed for that has been effortless because it's solving a real pain point it's really you know but 
it's the polar opposite when it comes to fundraising. I have, I had zero experience, zero connections in the funding world. I was literally starting from scratch and it is like going and learning an entire new language, an entire new country, having people who think you're an idiot, like trying to teach you what to do or taking meetings with you and like, Oh, she's so cute. She's a mom. Oh, this is such a good, I was like, yeah, I also just ran a business for the past three and a half years and then sold it. So like, I'm not, I'm not like, it's not my first rodeo, guys. (laughs) but yeah, it's horrible. And I'm still dealing with it. It's the, it's definitely the band of my existence. I mean, it's the worst part about doing anything is having to ask people for money or or raising me. It's, awful and I hate it more than anything on the planet. Hey, everybody, I just want to take a minute to tell you a little more about Kinza, the world's smartest thermometer. It is the number one tool for mom's peace of mind. I use it because it remembers temperature, symptoms, and medication and gives me guidance on what to do next. It remembers all of that information for you so you can focus on what really matters. Parents trust it and kids love it. Check it out at KinsaHealth.com. Kinsa, the world's smartest thermometer. I have never been so insulted or so demeaned or anything. And because it's like when you open yourself up to like, this is what I'm doing. You also over, open yourself to criti- criticism. criticism. Yeah, definitely. And they look for any, any hole or like anything that could possibly go wrong. But the best part of kind of where we've come and how quickly we've gotten here with as little as had um, is people who did, who were somewhat like condescending or tried to, to tell me to do something different. And I really stuck to my guns. I was like, no, I know what I'm doing. I want to do it this way. They have now like sent me emails and messages saying, you know what? I'm so glad you didn't listen to me. You knew exactly what you were doing and you are crushing it. So like, that's a, that's, that's a great feeling. And also seeing men because they were men. Like I honestly, all of our investors are women and I only like to pitch women at this point because they immediately understand what I'm talking about. I don't have to spend any time on like concept phase because they immediately get the pain point that we're solving. Men just don't get it at all. And I, I, like I said, I just have gotten talked to in ways that I have never, ever, ever been spoken to before. And I see them, I see them out at like social events and, and A, they didn't do the research. They didn't know exactly who I was or who my, who I knew in town or who my connections were with. So they just thought I was, you know, who knows what they thought. Just some some girl with an idea or trying to make an app or something. (laughs) Yeah. And like you said, you know, you meet a lot of moms that have ideas or whatnot. It's like, for me, I am a single mom. I am the sole provider for myself, for my son. You know, I have other people looking at me to succeed for their futures as well. So it's like quitting is not an option. And I am not somebody, I don't look at this like a hobby. Like this is not a hobby. And so, and it's not something that's also optional. So I think, I think some of them probably felt like, oh, she's probably, you know, this is, you know, she probably has somebody taking care of her and this is just an idea. And she got, you know, her husband probably paid for it to get off the ground. Now she's going after. I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. (laughs) I sold my last company and I did this all by myself. Thank you very much. But they don't, they already have like a preset, um, 
notion of, of who you are and, and what you, what you can offer. And, uh, and I'm a little, I'm petite and I'm, you know, it's just, it's, I don't look, I don't look as as I, as I am in the business world. And so, but, um, but yeah, but that's, it's, it's, I was thinking it was going to get better, but it doesn't, it just, cause then you start dealing with people on a whole different level and it's just the same battle all over again. So, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. I think though that, um, maybe it's just true of the business world. Cause you know, most of business is still run by men. You know, I think that's a fair statement. Um, I, women I agree. are, yeah. women are, 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 you know, hanging in there and they're, you know, doing the best they can, but I just, it's just such a male dominated world. Especially the tech that, I mean, the, the oh, marketing for industry sure. is, is starting, a lot of industries are starting to get female um, dominated, but the tech industry is still, and the definitely funding industry is very, very, very old school and very male, male dominated. So I've never, and I've always been the kind of person where being a woman has benefited me. I've gotten special treatment or cool, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, and like for, this has been the first time in my life that it has definitely been a detriment walking into rooms the fact that like I'm a female I also have a product that is geared to females so it's very it's a kind of a double a double whammy I'm like hey if I was a 23 year old dude with you know this app idea and like no dude I'm always like if I had a drone you guys and because like I mean, I could go on for days. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer with you. <laughs> the amount of just condescending, like, comments. Or well, any- I, just, I think it's oh. interesting, though, because I think that in this day and age, you know, um, people assume that that sort of behavior doesn't exist. And I think oh. it's interesting to hear that it absolutely does. And oh. what mm-hmm. I don't understand is if these rooms you're walking into, do they not know the power um, the buying power that moms have? Like- they don't. And that's the thing. It would, it would shock you that they don't. I mean, the, the mom, moms represent a $1.6 trillion market just in the U S yeah. alone. And yeah. we, and we control the household spending. Like it, this is statistic, 80% of, of households, you know, the moms make all the spending decisions. So yeah, they don't. And so that's, the, that is the craziest thing. And like I said, I'm still dealing with it today. Like our, I will never monetize my mom. I will never ask my moms to, to give me a dime and I will idea. never bombard them with ads either. But like we've got some amazing opportunities down the road. I hope to never even have to monetize Momco. That is really not my goal, which also makes it harder when you're going and asking for money saying like, yeah, I really just want to focus on giving stuff to moms and I don't want to bother, you know, like putting in a sales force to like go out there and get deals or have to, because it's like once you start having people pay you to be on the app as far as like products or businesses or services, then you're limited on what kind of resources you can give moms because you mm-hmm. can only give them who's willing to pay you. And so I don't necessarily like that. I'm like, I'd rather just be able to put all the information on there that's going to benefit my users and like not even bother about monetization. But, you know, investors don't love that either. And um, but anyway, but yeah, I try to get across and that's the biggest thing is like, the anything seen through the eyes of moms is super valuable because yeah. we we're we're the most valuable spending demographic on the planet and who sells to moms 
Everybody sells drones. Everybody, yeah. Even if you don't think it sells, even if it's company, like I had a, actually one of my advisors said, you know, I was dealing with this company, they sell rash guards to surfers and they were wanting to target moms because there's only so many surfers in the world, but there's also like how many millions of moms are out there that are going to buy a rash guard for their kids. So it's like even a, a product that you wouldn't necessarily think would be targeting moms, they still are looking for a way to get in front of moms. Yeah. I, you know, I, um, I'm still amazed that you, A, had the time to do this because, um, as a single mom, you know, it's, it's a different world. Everybody has, everybody has their own, um, challenges or own set of circumstances that they're dealing with and you know nobody's is is necessarily any harder than anybody else's but I do think you know it's pretty tough for single moms I really do and I honestly uh am beyond impressed that you um were running your own business you sold it and now you've created this wonderful things that that's helping so many other moms so um, how are you doing that? <laughs> That's what I want to, how are you balancing finding the time to balance, um, still spending time with your son and doing all of the mom things that have to be done, but also then running this amazingly popular app? Well, well, first of all, thank you very much for, for validating those things <laughs> and recognizing. Yeah. It's, it's, like I said, it's one of those things where I feel like once you have had an infant, it's very similar to, you know, how we survive being new moms. It's like we don't sleep. We don't do things that are necessarily good for us or necessarily like the way somebody should live. Mm-hmm. But we do them because we have to and because there's people relying on us and we don't have an option. You know, you can't just be like, mm, I don't feel like doing this anymore. I'm just going to stop. I mean, I right, guess there's some right. people in the world that would do that. but. <laughs> I totally would. No. (laughs) But, um, but it's very, yeah. So my life is, is 24 seven. There's fortunately a lot of crossover, um, with the way I've structured, you know, my life. I could have never done this with a toddler. Like he is, he's eight now. Mm -hmm. He's very self, he's self-sufficient. He's got friends. He's got his own world. If anything, like tonight, like with dinner, um, I was still working and he was like, oh, you, he's like, you're not going to like stay in here with me, are you? And he's like, you can go back in your office. It's because he wanted to watch his iPad and he didn't want me to turn on Ellen is really why he wanted me to go back. <laughs> but, uh, but I kind of looked at him like, oh, okay. But I don't, you know, in some things where you think like, oh, you know, am I damaging my child? Am I not paying enough attention to him? I, I have spent so much time with that kid and we were you know we were freaking fracking like when he was little we did it at an activity every day I love being that kid's mom that when he's a little bit more self-sufficient and he's he's totally secure in the fact that I'm here never gonna go anywhere like I love him to pieces and I think it's good actually for him now to have some space and not have me you know at his beck and call 24 7 like he used to because he's learning how to be a little bit more independent and do things for himself which is really important for only children and specifically male only children because he you know he's one of those kids that if they if he can figure out that a way to have somebody else do something for him he's going to have them do it so 
Yeah, it's it's not really a balancing act. It's more like a survival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do think moms just go into survival mode. Like, they, you know, yeah. you just sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And it's not all like, you know, Pinteresty dinners and, um, you know, perfect uh, days, you know, nothing against the moms who are on Pinterest and who are doing the great crafts and dinner things and things like that, and meals and things like that. But it's hard. It's it hard. Makes me, it makes me sad to be honest. Like I got really sad. I, cause I, when I, when he was from birth to two and a half, I did get to be a stay at home mom. And I absolutely, I loved it more than anything on the planet. And I, I was never, a, well, I don't think Pinterest is around then. I was never like super, super crafty, but I took it very seriously. Like I, you know, I was, I was that mom. I just gave it my all. And then now and I was that way with my husband too. Like I was, was cooking and, you know, everything was like, you know, Stepford style. And for Thanksgiving, I did a Turkey Tuesday because I actually took Taylor to Disneyland on actual Thanksgiving, hoping it was going to be less crowded, which it was not. But, <laughs> but so we did this Turkey Tuesday and I, I cooked this huge turkey dinner and did all this stuff. And, and I, it sometimes makes me sad because I'm like, oh, I used to be really good at this stuff and I don't ever get to do it anymore. And so sometimes I'm like, you know what? I, 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 I know I can do those, do those things, but these days I'm more concerned with a surviving and be just everybody's happy is everybody ha- it doesn't have to be a Pinterest worthy birthday party but is everybody having fun like that's way more important to me these days that everybody is just happy and um and then he's having fun and he still gets to do awesome stuff all the time so that I will that'll never not be a priority for me his his needs and wants always will become before anything else luckily we get to do cool we do get to do cool stuff that is business related sometimes so. that's good well I know you meant you said initially that this was inspired sort of by tinder um <laughs> are you still still dating <laughs> are you still like finding time to date no and, you know I'm I'm I should warn you <laughs> I get up in people's business <laughs> I'm gonna just ask you but you don't have to answer <laughs> I I do have a boyfriend now and it's it not because I was dating or that I put any effort into it and I've always been very clear that that is I've always been that way with boys in the first place where I've always like my dad, I was raised primarily by my dad. So I've always had a very, very like healthy um, relationship with the male sex when it comes to like, I'm like, you can only be in my life if you're going to be straight awesomeness. I don't really have time for any nonsense or like to worry about you. And I've always been always been that way with with men and yeah with all of this going on I absolutely was not dating it was not something that was something and I I met my boyfriend and we don't this is one of this is the first time I've actually ever talked about it in an interview because I don't we don't talk about it that often I think so much of my life is kind of for public consumption these days that yeah. I'm like yeah. kind of just the one thing I don't really put out there as much we're because we've been together for a while at this point but um but yeah, I was very clear with him was like, okay, don't expect anything from me. I won't be able to like do stuff because like, I remember, you know, I was Supergirl once upon a time and like super girlfriend and like the good one in the relationship who always had like the perfect present and thought of everything was super thoughtful. I am definitely not that. I am. I am the <laughs> sucky one in the relationship who forgets things, who doesn't do anything for the other person. And then, 
Hey, you knew I gave you fair warning what you were getting yourself into. So you still signed up for it. That's that's your shade of crazy. You have to own that. Oh, how funny. So, well, good so that one. is the only. I'm glad then that, that makes me me and my nosy self. Um, I'm glad that you are you have a boyfriend and that you're finding some time for a little romance, hopefully, because it can't all be about work and and baby oh, it still stuff. is. We work together. So it still is. He actually, I, I, he's like a, he's like a momager sometimes. Like sometimes I'll be like, I don't want to work on the pitch deck anymore. <laughs> I want to stop. He's like, no, just keep going. He's, a, he's worse than I am. So no, I wish it was like this awesome, like, you know, surfer who was like, let's just talk about life and how like groovy <laughs> things are. No, we talk about pitch decks and he's in the funding world. So we talk about all of that stuff. But he is he is the one person that I always say he makes he makes sure that I that I eat, that I, you know, that I wash my face before I go to sleep. You know, he's like he's he's my I always say he's the adultier one in the relationship, mm-hmm. which is nice mm-hmm. because I don't have anybody above me when it comes to business, you know, so it's really nice to um, have somebody to kind of look to in life sometimes to be like, have you heard that saying, you know, like when you stop and you look around for the adult in the room and realize that, that it's you it's and you. then you yeah. instantly look for somebody who's adultier than you. Yeah. Who's better? Yeah. Adult- he is. He's a, he's much more adulty than I am. So um <laughs> He, he may, he, he, he's, I would say, you know, like people are, are brought to you to kind of make sure that you're okay. Cause I'm not like, this is hard. This is really, really, really hard and it's exhausting. And, and a lot of days that I'm not okay. And he's, I think he was brought into my world to make sure that I survive this. <laughs> well, good. I'm, I'm actually really relieved. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that actually, Jillian. I'm glad Thank to hear you. that you, you that you have a good support system. Um, and I want to ask you uh, about the app itself. Mm-hmm. What is the one aspect you think of the app that um, that moms can't live without? Like, I know you're very attached to it, and you're. It's probably you know. I know it's very personal for you, but like, what is the one part of the app that you think the moms um, who are downloading it will just be like, I can't live without this? I think the. Definitely the the fine moms feature. I mean, there is for people who haven't downloaded the app. There's a lot going on on the app. There's a lot. I like I said, there's something on there for every mom. But for me, I mean, it goes back to the core friendship is it, it, being able to have access to moms that live close to you. I think is definitely something that moms can't live without you know it's just one of those things and we give them seven ways from Sunday to meet each other so they uh so I mean that's definitely the the I think the the biggest the biggest draw is it find a mom is that what it's called yeah fine it's the find mom so you hit find moms and so the moms like for me like like 50 moms have downloaded the app within like a less than a mile of my house. So like, that's amazing for me because like when Taylor was little, I lived in a community and we, there were tons of us, you know, it was a community we were all young parents and they all moved away. And I was literally the last one there. And mm. it was really scary because I didn't have anybody to call in like an emergency or anything like that. So I feel like, you know, having that, kind of safety net because even if they're not going to 
you know, even if they're not going to like plan a play date or message a mom, it's almost like a 911 safety net to be like, yeah, just oh, to have stop. somebody to, to call. Yeah. yeah. You feel safe. Like, I feel like I always say, you know, motherhood is a sisterhood and it truly, truly is because it's, we are, we're a family and we're a family because we all can relate to each other in, in one way or another. We might not look the same. People might not think you have a similar life from the way things look on the outside, but we feel the same things. Like no matter what the circumstances, you know, we, we feel the same, same way. Like for me, like I was getting in the bathtub one day and I was planning this really, really important presentation. I I was going up to Silicon Valley and I was, you know, feeling, but then I knew my friend who's a stay at home mom who was planning like the Halloween carnival. I was like, she is having the exact same sensations go through her body that I am right now. So it doesn't matter like what the circumstances it's like, we feel the same way. Yeah. And I, I think if we all kind of recognize that, that I think that's why moms are so quick to step in and, and help each other. A is just honestly for me, like I built Momco and I think it's going to help people. And it's because I needed a lot of help. Like I'm, I needed mm-hmm. a lot of help and I've had to ask a lot of help for a lot of help from my friends. And I kind of want to put that message out there. Like it's okay to need help and it's okay to ask other moms for help because we all need help too. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your app. I think that it's absolutely incredible how quickly it's taken off. You've clearly struck a nerve and a need um, in the mom community uh, and people are responding to it. So I think that's very exciting. Um, Tell me really quickly where people can download it and where they can find more information about your app. Yeah, if you want to go to our website, it's momcoapp.com. If you just want to go straight to the iTunes store, to the Google Play store, just type in momco. It's one word. So it's M-O-M-C-O, momco. Um, you can do that. We're at momcoapp on Twitter, on Facebook. We're at momco underscore app on Instagram. And I am an oversharer. So like we don't, we don't just post memes all day long. Like I definitely post. I am an overshare and Beth, my co-founder gets mad at me all the time for being a too, too big of a sassy pants and stuff like that. So, um, but we've got a very fun, active social media and it's me, it's us. And we, you know, it's a great little window into our insanity of a life. We've got a great video actually that a production company made for us that shows the couple weeks right after we launched the mom clap, like what our lives were like. So just crazy. I bet. Fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all shades of crazy, but uh, but it's all to- it's all totally worth it. Like I I always feel like a jerk if I ever complain about anything because like my life is is crazy. It's crazy, but it's cool. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's interesting. It's like that song. You know, with every broken bone, I know I lived, and I've had a I've had a lot of broken bones, but damn, I feel like I've been living. So I'm I'm cool with it. I love that. That's so great. I, I'm really, like I said, I'm really excited for you. I'm excited to see where this is going to go. I follow all your social media stuff. I'm an, I'm a random like sharer. Like all of a sudden I'll be like, I'm going to share everything today. And then I'll 
forget for like five days or something. I'm terrible at social media. So, um, but I do, uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and letting me ask you such personal questions (laughs) and and also, uh, and definitely, um, share more about the Momco app with my listeners. I think, um, everybody go and download it and check it out. You will find it, um, as wonderful and exciting as I did as well. So Jillian, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is fun. All right, everybody. And if you want more information on motherhood in Hollywood or to find out um, more info on what I write up about Jillian, <laughs> what will it be? No, <laughs> go to go to motherhoodinhollywood.com and you can follow me on Twitter as well at MIH Podcast and on Facebook and Instagram at Motherhood in Hollywood. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week. balls when you don't go to geico.com car insurance can be hard like early 90s heavy metal hard i'm yelling and screaming and i'm loud Roar! geico makes it easy you can review and update your policy or report a claim on geico.com or the geico mobile app because shouldn't we all have a little less stress in our lives I'm not even upset about anything! When it comes to choosing a supermarket, why not stick to the facts? Fact is, Albertsons is just better. Nicer, fresher, faster, and friendlier. Come on in and see for yourself. For a delicious dinner this week, stop by the meat department and get fresh 80% lean ground beef, ground fresh in-store daily, just $2.99 a pound when you buy three pounds or more. And stop by produce and pick up sweet jumbo cantaloupe, two for $3. Fresher meats, sweeter produce, better deals. Albertsons. Fact is, it's just better.